roll on over um, to the uh, the production side uh, of this powerhouse titan of a movie. Um, oh. We we have got to, I think, adjust some of our. This is this is the first post pandemic film we're going to yeah. look at, right? Oh, so okay. we've got to yeah, adjust yeah. some of our thinking. But I, I, you've got, you're not okay. What have you got for us? I just want to say. I'm all, I always look forward to the production notes side of things. As much as I love reading out stories, as lo- much as I love reading out all the lovely letters you send in and talking about the film afterwards, I love doing the production notes. But this one, I have been waited for with bated breath, the production notes <laughs> for this episode. There's this a is, lot to get into. There's so much to get into. Okay. To set the scene, get the context, make sense behind the dollars and cents, we're going to show. We're gonna go through the, the last three Sony superhero films that have come out. Uh, so we have 2018 Venom. The budget was 100 to $116 million. Box not office. Not a lot. Not, not a lot. lot. As we discussed, we really did chat about that at the time when we looked at the, the Venom movie. Yep. That's a very, that's not a lot of money. That's an, what I like to call an effective amount of money because it made back a box office of $856.1 million. That's great. In, That's insane. Great. Didn't it great. cost... I think that movie cost less than the first Spider-Man or the second Spider-Man movie yeah. from 20 years ago and, and made the same amount. This is Man. purely on the star factor of Venom and Tom Hardy. Tom, to, Tom, see, that's the bit. Yeah. That's, the, that's something that this movie does not have. Doesn't, the star power of Tom Hardy was driving was driving that movie as well. Something for the mums. And, and Venom, <laughs> Venom is a hugely popular character. Oh, yeah. no, there's even I wasn't even into Marvel, and I knew who, who Venom was. I, I, we all knew, you know, the Spider-Man and then Superman and Batman, and we kind of know who Venom is if you if you have a very basic yeah. knowledge. And of course, in 2021, was can we se- can we actually swap the next two examples you've got around? Okay, I'll swap them so around. Can I- we have the Venom sequel after right before we do Morbius? Yep, that's fine. Okay, the next film was Spider-Man: No Way Home, 2021. Budget: 200 million. Box office. You sat down, Rob. Of course you are. <laughs> 1.893 billion. It made as much as the Endgame. About as much. And as- it cost 200 million, which is not, again, not much money. That is that is quite a runaway success. That is almost ten times. That is over nine times it cost to make it made back. That's an insane amount of money. That is and so that- good. That is something that cannot be replicated by Sony. That's why I didn't want that to be the last example we look at. That cannot be replicated by Sony because of... I mean, sorry, I know Sony were quote-unquote involved, Mm. (laughs) um, sat in a corner saying, yeah, go ahead, guys. But that's not something that that, that a Venom or a Morbius movie could ever replicate. No, 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 you've got the star power of screen and got one of the most recognisable superheroes in the entire world here. And the kind of... Everyone... It was the worst kept secret... In the in 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 the industry, right? Yeah, so they Tom didn't, Holland. They kept all those... <laughs> they kept all those things in, but they let you know... They, yeah, the buzz around it was not was not 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 something I've seen in a long long time. Yeah, there was okay. huge huge buzz around it. Okay, then we have in the same year we have Venom. Let there be carnage. The sequel to Venom cost around the same 110 million. Box office 506.9 million. Still successful, but diminishing returns. But that to me is 
so the the cinema industry has been decimated by the pandemic. People are still uh, not going okay. to the cinemas in the same numbers, except for Spider Man No Way Home. Yeah, uh, we're now seeing it with I think Top Gun Maverick. But I think for me, the the, the Venom sequel is an indicator of what Sony can expect. What Sony can expect post pandemic with a release, roughly five times what they put in. Yeah. Right? You put in 100 mil, you're taking out 500 mil, roughly. Okay, yeah, that's a good investment. That's a that, sub- that, that sounds to me like a reasonable... You've got some of the Spider-Man stuff on it. You've got some of the stuff from the old movie mm-hmm. on it in terms of buzz. You can't expect an MCU Spider-Man three-way crossover event. But post-pandemic, when people aren't going out as much, a five-times investment kind of seems to be what's coming out of the end. Absolutely. Okay. So now we come <laughs> Now we come on to Morbius. We've lost him folks. We've lost him. Lost me. This I'm looking forward to this so much. I want it to last forever. Uh 2022 this year budget uh, 75 to 83 million, so very I I can't believe yeah. that. I can. I cannot believe that. I kind of can. Um but we'll get onto that later. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I, it's not like I looked at the movie and went, "Oh my god, this looks. This is all incredible for how much they spent." I can't believe that they were only going to spend that much money on what on the next instalment of their. Oh, I just couldn't. Yeah, believe it. that's true. That 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 does sound a bit like they were hesitant hesitant there of this of this movie success. It sounds to me like they didn't spend a lot of money on. Uh, marketing at all i mean yeah. marketing can marketing can end up being you know 50 to 100 if it's you know it can be sometimes a huge amount of the overall cost of, of getting a film into theaters can be the marketing if it costs them eight i mean i i cannot think how much they spent on marketing clearly not a lot because it was not a big deal really was it mm, no no it wasn't a big deal but okay so we have 75 to 83 million on the budget the box office one hundred and sixty-three point three million. That is not good. See, that is not good. What what constitutes a box office bomb, Rob? Well, it's very hard to say. I mean, but I mean, not making your investment back. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, these days, not making your because your investment isn't is not quite just the. It, it, I I don't know. Maybe I don't maybe know. Only, I thought doubling your money would be okay. I guess. Yeah. So it's so it's meh, it's meh mm. is, is is what anyone said. So yeah, that's how much money a, a, it made back. A bomb, a bomb would be spending eighty three million and making eighty million. Yeah, anything that's below, basically a minus yeah, investment. I, I I I think it's 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 wobbly to call a movie that kind of doubles its money a a, a bomb. Yeah, I I, I, it, I was I was hesitant to call it a bomb because it's like that's still an investment. That's still making money back. I, I I actually I actually imagine they probably have lost money on it though. Um, you reckon? Yeah. I. How does that work? It, I'm trying to remember now. I don't have the I don't have it all in front of me. It's to do with it's to do with all the all the hidden costs, mm. um, and whether or not marketing is included in that. Is oh, that the, is that the go. production budget or you know is that the shooting budget? Mm. Is that what it costs to finish the film, or is there another? 50 to 80 million that it costs to advertise it as well. Anyway. Yikes. Anyway, moving on to production notes. So, 
Morbius first appeared on screens in the 90s Spider-Man animated series voiced by Nick Jameson. Due to the stricter guidelines around a children's cartoon, Morbius wouldn't bite oh, anyone. Yes. Couldn't he drink, couldn't bite anyone. Couldn't bite anyone, couldn't drink blood. Also, the word blood uh, could could not be used. Instead, this cartoon Morbius has a series of suckers on his hands, which he uses to train the plasma from people. That sounds that sounds more horrifying. That sounds Cthulhu-esque. Why are you making sucking noises? I'm trying to get. I'm trying to put the audience in the moment. I he think- had all these on his hands, and he just suck your blood right out of you. Did he like use a leech? He was he was Morbius the living leech, really. <laughs> oh yeah, because Mor- leeches are famously dead. What the? What did he use it to climb up walls like the suckers, or not? He could just fly. Oh yeah, never mind. So yeah, that was his first appearance. Uh, Morbius made multiple appearances in the cartoon, fighting Spider-Man, Punisher, and even Blade. He was popular enough to have two action figures released through the popular Toy Biz Spider-Man toy line as well. Did you? So you didn't see any of this because nope. you would have mentioned it. Um, this was like like I have strong memories of this because he actually had a a, um, a fairly long arc in Spider Man. Um, he's first introduced as a teenager at the same university. Mm. He's a regular guy. You know, me as someone who's read the comics kind of knew what was going to happen. We went down <laughs> that line. He was he was a, a rival for Peter Parker's interests in uh, I think Liz Allen. Yeah. Um, and and then he's part of the Neogenic Nightmare Saga, yeah. which is the, the long saga where Spidey grows all extra arms and the Punisher oh. shows up and Blade shows up. It's oh. amazing stuff. We're going to have to cover that epi- some of those episodes in the future because um, it's tons of fun. Well, I did it with X-Men. I'm, uh, I went through all the animated series of X-Men. I'm, I'm going to have to do it with Spider-Man. Because I, 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 I just feel I have to because there's so much amazing stuff being mentioned. Um, I was going to say something else, uh, but I forgot. Um, no, it's completely gone. So Morbius also made a cameo appearance in a deleted scene from the 1998 live-action film Blade, portrayed by director uh, Stephen Norrington. The scene was included as a bonus feature on the DVD release. In the end, Marvel Entertainment denied director Guillermo del Toro the rights to use Morbius in Blade 2. I did not know Guillermo del Toro directed that. He directed Blade 2? I had no idea. Yeah. and We need to watch that. We um, we talked about this when we looked at the first Blade movie. Yeah, um, and yeah. actually, we had the, the the deleted scene up on our Patreon. Yeah, um, we'd, we'd managed to get hold of it and download it and put it up. It doesn't. It's not like Morbius comes out looking like a great big vampire. He's mm. a mysterious dude covered head to toe in bandages and a and a and a black kind of coat cape thing. Yeah, and so it could be anybody. And Blade only sees him like from a distance on a rooftop. It's not. That's it's not like ah, oh, where they were just trying to tease something up for the next um, for the next movie. I suppose I just remember what I was going to say. You know, you're talking about the animated series of Spider Man where Morbius pops up and he's a normal person, and it's like, and you know what's going to happen. It's like any time there's a Batman thing, and they go, "Oh, here's Harvey Dent." You go, "Ah, oh, we all know what's going to happen next." It's all going to end in yeah, tears. Yeah, it's why I absolutely despise. Like I, I watched. Um, one or two episodes of Gotham 
and it was so bad. It's terrible. It, it is just introducing a series of Chekhov's guns wandering yes. around. It's just like <laughs> like is his Edward Nigma and and he goes the cop goes to a uh, to um answer oh. a domestic dispute and the little girl is Harley Quinn. And oh, no, uh, no, it's just, it's, it's, who's it's, the it's is like, the hot dog vendor in the background going to be Bane? What the fuck? <laughs> this is just awful. <laughs> Aside from Better Call Saul, prequels are nonsense fodder do, for do, lazy people. A friend of mine said, oh, I can't wait till they do an episode that shows how he grows a moustache because it's about Jim Gordon and he hasn't got a moustache yet. It's just, it's all just painful <laughs> introspective laziness oh god it's so true oh god back to the notes in 2000 marvel entertainment entered a joint venture agreement with artisan entertainment to turn as we all know at least 15 marvel superhero franchises into live action films television series director video films and internet projects this was the emphasis emphasis on director video films (laughs) that was very clearly where it was all going do you know what i like about that they were it's like there's this there's this graph going downward and you have live action films television series director video films and they They've managed to find something worse than direct-to-video films called internet projects. In the year 2000, they were going to do an internet project. What are they talking about? They, what the, are they talking about? We're talking about the late 90s, early noughties, where people go, we got to do more internet stuff. we got to do stuff on the internet. It's the next big thing. we got to grab the ball by the horns. Yeah, but how? We don't know. We're going to do just something. Just about watch a five-second clip on the internet of a video in 2000. It was... In, in like um, 320 and, resolution. How many times has this artisan deal come up in our show? A handful of times. Yeah, again and again. Times, yeah. it, it, it was this was this was nearly the MCU before the MCU, and thank God it wasn't because we would have had a direct to video Thor movie, low oh, budget God. Thor film. As we all know, it was the deal that gave us the Thomas Jane Punisher movie, and of course, Man Thing, and yeah, the, the classic Man Thing. I don't. Uh, Morbius was included in the deal, basically. Uh, in May 2017, Sony announced plans for a new shared universe featuring Spider-Man-related properties, beginning with Venom in October 2018. This was later titled Sony Spider-Man Universe. Oh, yeah, the, 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 the SSMU. Yeah, yeah. We all know the about the SSMU, SSMU. don't we? Oh, uh, why wouldn't they just call it the Spider-Verse? Because oh, well, actually, they do. They do have the rights to. Well, because it's, it's it's really not the Spider Verse, but you know that's what I would call it if I was an executive. Yeah, but it, it's one of those things where it is and it isn't. The Spider Verse is already a thing. Anyway, in 2018, Sony President Matt Tolmac confirmed that Morbius would be the second film released as part of Sony's shared universe after Venom. In 2019, Sony announced a new agreement with Disney that extended a previous deal to have Marvel Studios and its president, Kevin Figg, produce a sequel to Far From Home. Kevin Figg. No, it's it's Figg. (laughs) (laughs) I don't see any E's in that name, mate. It's Figg. Kevin Kevin Feige. (laughs) Kevin Figg. Kevin Figg. Not to be confused with Kevin Date uh, or Kevin Prune. Uh, keeping Spider-Man in Marvel's shared universe, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. As part of the new agreement, Fig stated that moving forward, the MCU Spider-Man would be able to cross cinematic universes and appear 
in Sony's own shared universe as well. Morbius' first trailer included a brief appearance by Michael Keaton, reprising his role as Adrian Toomes, Vulture, from the co-produced Marvel Studios Spider-Man film, Spider-Man Homecoming. However... Some of the things shown in the Morbius trailer contradicted the events taking place in the MCU Spider-Man movies, so some of Keaton's scenes had to be reshot when the events depicted in Spider-Man No Way Home 2021 did not properly coincide with Morbius. Do you know what these scenes are, Rob? Um, Not exactly off the top of my head, no. Uh, I know he walked past... He walked past um, newspaper. It was basically the whole thing was just a convoluted mess. Yeah, because so it like Sony are jumping at the gun to go. Hey, it's all kind of the same universe now. And then was like, "What are you doing?" They this is they they had to walk this back. It was publicly embarrassing. Yeah, this Just, is not a good look. It feels like everyone's sat standing in a circle applauding the MCU. Like the, an MCU's a person sort of going, hey, and then Sonyverse sort of walks into the circle and goes, yay, we're doing a great job, aren't we? And it's like, shut up, Sony. It's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. A second trailer was then released on November 2nd, 2021, and led to further confusion and speculation about the film's connection to other franchises. Fans and commentators noted that the trailer made references to the Venom films, Sam Raby's Spider-Man trilogy, Mark Webb's The Amazing Spider-Man films, and the MCU Spider-Man films, despite all three franchises being set in different fictional universes leading a lot of commentators to speculate that the Morbius movie did not know where it was meant to be taking place. I don't think the people involved know. I don't think the executives at Sony know what is... I don't think they know that this... that, that, that like that it's not... that the Sam Raimi movies and the Mark Webb movies are different <laughs> different continuities. I don't think they know it's different. To, I don't think they know anything about what's going on. Yeah, it. I, I, I don't want to start slagging off the film too early, but it shows. Uh, like many movies, uh, Morbius. Ooh, no, you, there's there was a, a comment from the director. I oh, think. sorry, there was there was sorry. Uh, prior to the film's theatrical release, director Daniel Espinosa had to clarify in public statements that Morbius is set in the same universe as the Venom films. So that. That's getting it on a string and pulling it back in, I think. It's so embarrassing. It's, it's the second embarrassing. big embarrassing thing they've had to do and, and walk back. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, oh yeah, that first trailer, um, it was all nonsense. <laughs> Let's reshoot all the vulture scenes. And then also, just to let you know, guys, um, this, 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 and this don't count anymore. Ugh. I mean, you'd expect this with recent DC films, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, more and more, DC and Sony, it, it just seemed to display how, like, how much of a good job Marvel Studios do at yeah. keeping a little group of things in in one, you know, tight unit. I really hate uh, going out to sideswipe DC because they do occasionally do something great, like the Suicide Squad do. and yeah. the Batman. But sometimes when you start going on about Zack Snyder's Justice League. It can be a minefield, and people come at you, and it's weird to insult. It's it, I have a hard time insulting that film because I don't. Bad, want... It's all bad faith actors, man. They're not. They're not real. They're not, they're not real. They're people. not real people. Rob, they're ants. They're not real people. They're not real. They're they're they're, they're made of gas. Uh, anyway, like many movies, Morbius's release date was delayed by the pandemic. 
but then it was delayed several times after theatres reopened. Post-pandemic, it was scheduled for October 8th, 2021, but when No Time to Die was announced for an October release, Morbius was moved back to January 21st, 2022. Running from it. Running, Running from it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you're not going to come up against a Bond film. When you know you are an $85 million nothing, you're, there's no point. I, I see this. Did you, did you see No Time to Die, by the way? Uh, I don't think everyone has. Yeah. What did you think? It's okay, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit naff, but there were some good moments. Uh, then it got moved. It was moved again to January 28th, 2022, so a week. Then after the success of Spider-Man No Way Home, lasting from the end of 2021 into 2022, Morbius was delayed again to April 1st, 2022. Yeah, they're now running from the success of the Spider-Man thing that this is meant to be connected to, but clearly isn't. Is it possible to feel sorry for a film? (laughs) This is like a dog with a wounded leg carrying in an alley. And I'm oh, going, come on, come Morby. on, come on, come on, Morby. Come, come on, Morby. It's okay, Morbs. It's like me when I try to get my cat. <laughs> uh, lastly, during CinemaCon 2022, I had no idea CinemaCon was a thing, uh, Sony announced numerous Marvel projects. Some outlets noted that while Venom 3 and Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse 2024 were announced, there was no announcement for a Morbius sequel, leaving the character's future in question. Wow. Okay. Wow. Feel feel sorry for a film. You can feel sorry for a film, I'm sure. And now we get get to the most unique and interesting part Here of it comes. of what's happened. Here it comes. Which is this <laughs> this movie trending on Twitter for over a month with no let up. <laughs> um it started at the release with not all of these I would say well memes does of course kind of mimetic jokes does not necessarily mean pictures but we come to understand memes memes to mean created pictures that get shared around and change stuff but the jokes on like I because I'm not part of these uh poop posting sites like groups that you are oh i'm addicted to the right i was exposed to tons of the jokes like the the twitter jokes about this movie were Top class trolling. It was a lot of fun. You're the man, you're the expert to take us through this. I mean, that's why we could not have picked a more perfect movie, really. This it's, this Morbius thing is Marvel and memes. I mean, Will Preston is in the hot seat. It's the meme CU. Um <laughs> anyway. Uh, shut up! <laughs> Due to its lackluster luster box office performance and sour critical reception. Morbius inspired various internet memes. Polygon wrote that the film became a kind of collective internet hate watch with fans <laughs> with fans sharing memes meme poop posts, which ironically praised it. Following its release, the hashtag Morbius Sweep. Morbius which, Sweep. It's going to sweep the racings. It's going to sweep the box office. Which jokingly claimed Morbius was the most financial and critically successful film of all time began trending. Before we go on, uh, I just remembered something that made me laugh. Uh, someone pointed out that Mark Kermode, the British film reviewer, said the best thing about this film. Jared Leto isn't even the best Jared in this film. <laughs> Jared Harris. Ah, right. Jared Harris is in half of the hours of critic. Anyway, users on the film's official Discord server, 
there's an official Discord server for this film. Sure, Bob. why not? It doesn't cost anything why to not? set it up, does it? I, I, have, I have a Discord server. Never use it. Uh, I stopped using it. Um, the, uh, the film's official Discord server users called themselves Morbheads. <laughs> and users engaged in Morbin... <laughs> On various Discord servers by distributing pirated copies. A large number of channels on live streaming service Twitch began illegally hosting the entire film on repeat. One channel, Morbius 24-7, was banned after acquiring thousands of followers. Morbius piracy spread to other platforms, including Twitter... Where the entire Same. film was posted in a series of 52 two-minute-long videos compressed into a 30-second-long this is This is insane. I've never seen this level of, like, memeing and in-joking and trolling yeah. or, or centred around something that is essentially... Like, they are bullying the Morbius movie. It is kind <laughs> of bullying. It's, it, it, it's joyful because... You can't bully a movie. Who cares? Who's going to get damaged? The rich people involved? No. So it just, it's so, there's a there's a gleefulness to the fact that you can kind of get involved and take pleasure in this kind of fun bullying of, of a, a thing that isn't a person. It's, it reminds, it reminds me of a, like a down-to-earth comment a friend of mine said when he saw how much money they got spent on Zack Snyder's Justice League. He went, there are children starving around the world and they spent money doing this. <laughs> yeah. Thing, it's, it's, it, it makes me laugh. But uh, this, what I want to know is what started all of this. Why? Was it just a collective moment of this? It wouldn't be funny if we claimed it was, if it was good. It started with the empty empty cinemas. That's empty how it was. Cinemas. I'm, I'm fairly, yeah. fairly certain yeah. it started with all the pictures of the empty cinema. There we and go. And people then went on from that. That's that. I can see that leap, that step from that to no, you're wrong. It's the most popular. Like that's how it because it was. It was people saying, um, "This is the most popular Marvel movie I've been to in years." Take, snapping a selfie with a completely empty screen. Because and I think that's how it started. That is so, a cinema, to me, is such a hyperbole when it comes to unpopular, unpopularness. It's just, to actually see it is just something else. But yeah, that makes perfect sense. Uh, so, additionally, viral fake news posts claiming that a Morbius sequel had been greenlit as a result of the <laughs> internet memes spreading on Twitter, leading to Morbius 2 to trend on the website, in addition to the phrase... It's Morbin time. <laughs> Trending on Twitter for a week. The meme parodies the wild enthusiasm often seen in Marvel fans. The joke being that Morbius is a mediocre, forgettable comic book movie, but is celebrated online as a critically acclaimed masterpiece. I I I don't I'm I that that feels like that's is that your statement or from somewhere? So I think it's from somewhere. I don't agree with that wholeheartedly. I think sometimes that's like an editorial statement where the editor says something as if it's a fact when it's actually an opinion. Mm. I think that yeah, part of the meme, part of the of, of of the memes were this thing of oh the enthusiasm around a superhero movie. Uh, let's make fun of that. I also think a huge amount of it was people. Everybody knows these Sony movies are terrible are crap and yeah. it was like that was part of that was part of it it was mocking how bad these sony movies are in a world where the marvel movies are universally celebrated and make billions i think that was 
another aspect of it, I, I don't think everyone was on the same page, particularly with okay. the reason for why they were doing it. Rough, roughly same ballpark, but yeah, I, I totally got what you mean. Despite the film flopping at the box office, Morbius fans like to <clears> pretend <throat> that the film has made a more billion dollars. It's <laughs> <laughs> the first time they said it was the first movie to make like eight billion, and then they were like, no, you're wrong, it's a more billion. It was just. You'll never see it. I don't think we'll ever see this again for a while. Uh, Raving about the film's imaginary success via the hashtag Morbius Sweep. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the um, the the gamer uh, stocks and shares thing to the moon. Oh. When that all started, pre pre like the NFT crypto boom. Yeah. When when it was okay, was it game? Is it is the shop called GameStop? GameStop, yes, I remember when this. When yeah. everybody on Reddit went, yeah. hey, GameStop's closing because it hasn't got any money, and everyone bought GameStop shares, and this was driving this huge thing that had big real-world ramifications, but it was all done as a laugh. It was essentially meme stocks and shares, <laughs> and the, the tags and the, you know, to the, hashtag to the moon was just this thing of, yeah, we're going we're gonna to make GameStop the most profitable company <laughs> on the NASDAQ. Wasn't there kind of like a, a nice element about this because basically some someone bought stock and we're going to like pump and dump it or something or do something terrible that would really screw them over? They didn't pump. Yeah, they didn't pump and dump. That was it. Was it was all based on kind of humour and also I think no, they no, started- no, not the people, not the people okay. getting in on the joke. I mean, in before everybody jumped in, like proper investors were going to basically. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't Pumped. know the story. No, that I remember well. reading about this, and that was it. Was like that. So the part of part of this whole thing was we're going to save GameStop and everyone from these terrible people, right. terrible headphone managers or whatever they are. <laughs> uh, the memes are usually a play on the words Morbius as a verb, as in it's morbid time. A play on the power phrase, power rage is catchphrase. It's morphin' time. Or oh God, this sounds like my dad explaining it to me. What's going on? <laughs> All right, Rob. Come. The, the memes are usually a play on the words of Morbius. Uh, a funny thing I. Got it, guys. When we said it's morbing time, that was actually a play on the word Morbius. <laughs> it's like someone accidentally pressed the red button during a music video and the fact's coming up. I didn't want to know about that, about Tears for Fears. Uh, Tell me about your favourite memes, Will. Uh, we'll, we'll get to the favourite memes now, yeah. Uh, Morbius isn't a flop. It's the highest grossing Morbius film of all time. <laughs> Morbius, Morbius is the most popular baby name of 2022. 200% on Rotten Tomatoes. That was a big one. I saw that. Yeah. It was the first movie to ever get a double perfect score on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Morbius in New York. Hey, I'm Morbin here. I don't like that one. No, I like Boo. That. Boo. My, my doctor just told me I'm Morbiusly a beast. So terrible. <laughs> this is my absolute favourite one. My wife loves it too. The, the sequel. Morbius 2. Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> this was quite clever. Morbius 2. Batman versus Batman. No, it's not. <laughs> I no. like that it's one. It's a bad one. Boo. Uh, the one, you know that one of the meme where it's the predator arm thing and it shows it's two different things and what they're connected by? Two things coming together. Two things you, coming united together. United by a common element. DC's worst film plus Marvel's worst film, Jared Leto. <laughs> Dracula from Castlevania, Symphony of the Night, saying it's morbid time. 
That's only something nine people will get. That was stupid. It shouldn't be on the list. And they shouldn't be on the list, Will. And they will all sign up to Patreon when we (laughs) refer to Castlevania (laughs) Symphony of the Night. Uh, Breaking news: Matt Smith admitted to ICU after crazy spine trauma after covering Morbius so heavily on his back. Get well soon, Doc. 100% accurate meme as well. That's 100. That's completely what happens in this movie. I I will say I I didn't enjoy his performance. Didn't think it was his best, but yeah. It's he, the best performance in this movie. It is the best performance in this. <laughs> Comparatively, yes. It's hilarious to me that Morbius is the movie everyone openly pirates and posts everywhere to the point where there's a Twitch channel for 24-7 Morbius viewing. Okay, that was a bit of a naff one to end on. But anyway, back to the back to the okay. Morbin oh, time facts. That was just a statement. <laughs> uh, sometimes memes are statements, Rob. Okay. The amazing part of the story is that Sony completely misread the situation and thought the memes meant that the movie was popular. They thought these were genuine. They thought this was a genuine outpouring of support. Absolutely. And Sony then re-released the film back into a thousand cinemas for another week, only for it to make back a total of $85,000. Crunch the numbers for me, Will. What does that mean? Well, Rob, to put that into perspective, (laughs) that is, per cinema, $85. How much does it cost to see a cinema to film in the cinema uh, per person in the that, US? I think that means there's less than eight people went to see it per less cinema. Less than eight people in a week. <laughs> Many outlets claim that the film bombed, having done so a second time. And that means it's just does me, Rob, that Morbius is the only film to bomb twice in the cinema. I think. I think. I, I can't imagine there'd be another. Yeah, it's got it's it's a history making movie. <laughs> this is a red letter day, people. Red it was Morbin time that that the Morbin week. Uh and finally on a rather uh, rather negative moment, Jared Leto managed to single-handedly crash the meme into oblivion. Like all memes do, they all got to come to an end. By posting a clip of himself on Twitter reading a fate script titled Morbius 2, It's Morbin Time, followed by the theme music from Curb Your Enthusiasm. I just explained to us why why like why why would that crash the joke? Because the joke was at his expense. Yes, it was. It, and now he's pretending that it doesn't I mean it definitely 100% hurt his feelings for months. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't admit he's got to pretend it doesn't hurt his feelings. And now he's pretending he's in on it to go with the cool kids. God, like so, Jared Leto has feelings. Um, that's, <laughs> that's it. That's the end, man. That's the end. <laughs> Thanks for joining us as we revisit some of our favorite moments from Marvel vs. Marvel. Don't forget, our full-length episodes are jam-packed with hours of Marvel trivia, behind-the-page, behind-the-scenes, and comic book Marvel history.